Welcome to another episode of the New Slave Podcast. We are here to inform, entertain, and curate an evolutionary media experience. I am Danny Ray, a.k.a. the Juice Queen. Breaker, breaker, 2-1, breaker, breaker. It's your man, Savvy Hugh, a.k.a. the Corporate Trap God, a.k.a. the new Speaker of the South, a.k.a. Mr., a.k.a. Savvy Zulu the Guru, a.k.a. Play With Your Mama, a.k.a. Mr. Tell It Like It T.I. is. And on that note, I got my sister in crime with me, Danny Ray, and it's about time to cook. Let's go. That's what's up. So on this podcast, we plan to incite you with opportunities of self-reflection by examining our actions and reactions in a world that seeks to neglect and disregard us. Life is not what happens to us, but how we simply respond to it. So on that note, let's get into it. It's that time again. It's the nigga wake up call, y'all. RRP, rest in power to the late great Paul Mooney, who we do this in remembrance of. So this episode's... uh, the uh, nigga wake up call is going to go to all of the folks who got their PPP loans and now they're in danger of getting summoned. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hear that uh, President Biden has signed a new law um, or some new uh, bill to where like now they've extended the time to where you can be prosecuted mm-hmm. um, if you got caught in some some activities with PPP loan that were not on the up and up. And if so, he was out there balling out of control on the PPP <laughs> loan, good luck. Oh, my yeah, God. Um, yeah, I'm going to need y'all to lawyer up, man. So uh, <laughs> all my folks that took advantage and uh, you might not have had a legit business, hey, get your paperwork straight, um, get with your lawyer, get with your legal team, and uh, make sure your house is completely in order. Indeed. Because, I mean, we know um, how things go in this world. There's nothing free. No. Um, there's nothing free, especially in America for us. And, uh, I mean, maybe you thought that was your form of reparations, but... <laughs> and, it, and you should have them let's be honest everyone should have those absolutely absolutely everyone as as in everyone black let's just be clear <laughs> i don't know man because I, I mean a part of me at being a business owner like um even when it first came down that you can apply for these loans ppp loans and all of that um i knew something felt suspicious about it i was like man i don't want my name on that like i don't um it feels like a trap and sure enough indeed so again, they've doubled the time that they can take the time to figure out, you know, your case, like from five years to ten years. Oh my God! They got so much other shit they really should just be focusing on. So I just feel like, okay, Biden, fine, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just to me, it's a lot of other things that we should be focused on from um, a political standpoint. But hey, if they want to spend their wheels on that. How how long does he have in term? How much time left? I don't even know. At this point, I, I don't know. Hey, but you know, he did a lot of stuff to get uh, our folks to vote for us, uh, vote for him. Um, you know, he even was so bold to even say, uh, "If you don't vote for me, you're not black." Right. Like, you know what I mean? That should let you know the mindset that this man has been in. Um, right. So he's from the, the the old guard, the old regime. You know, but you know, Obama gave him a pass, and so we let him cook, we let him rock. You know what I mean? And so this is the thanks that we get. You know, we fell for the trap um, once again. And he was one of the people that signed one of the, uh, the crime bills that was, uh, um, I think he was maybe the author of one of the crime bills that was like part of the three strikes and I mean, uh, locking in an ar- Yeah, We're not going to get the revolution we're looking for in these politicians, period. It's not going to come that way. Hey, but some people was mad at me for, uh, not mad at me, but mad at other folks for saying like, man, I don't know if I want to rock for Biden because he's not really putting anything to, of substance that's going to show how he's going to help our people. I think people were upset because it was just like, what do we have to choose from? You know, it's like rather than nobody just didn't want to see Trump 
for another second. Mm-hmm. That's I think that was the thing. So if you sounded like you were on a fence, it it was fear. It was like, oh God, please don't, please don't be the cause of putting us in the, in the another compromising situation with a, a lackluster president. And that's that that's even saying it nicely. <laughs> so let me ask you this: So was it new slave mentality for folks to try to take advantage of the PP lo- P loans? Oh, definitely, yeah. it was new slave mentality. For mm-hmm. you. If you were out there buying um, Lamborghinis and balling <laughs> out of control, um, hitting up the Gallo. If you're not from Houston, Texas, that's that's a uh, short for Galleria, which is our largest um, mall here and probably the most popular. I think people usually, when artists or entertainers come into town they go to the Galleria. The Galleria has changed a little bit. It's not as uh, exclusive in some of those high-end stores like Saks and, and Neiman's. Um, since the PP loan <laughs> situation, everybody's flooding in there. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, they're going to have to, it's going to come a day of judgment. Yeah, yeah, like I said, so get your house in order. Like I said, if you was balling out, you know, buying new whips and stuff. And this is the crazy part about it. People was like, Posting all they new, uh, <laughs> their new acquisitions like on Instagram. So, you know, people balling out with their new rides and all that kind of shit. The new whips, they up on Instagram showing it off. So it's like the government ain't really got to do their job. All they got to do is go and look on Instagram, and then they got you all caught up because they know like you probably didn't have a legitimate business beforehand. And, yeah. and these loans are for like I guess employment protection right. and all that kind of stuff. And uh, you, you know what's wild is like nobody learned anything from the movie American Gangster when. Um, uh, what was the actor? Well, it was Denzel, but he was playing, playing Frank White. White. Yeah. He was playing Frank White, and he went to a boxing match. And he historically was like, he doesn't dress too flat, flashy. He doesn't do anything to bring attention to him. And then before he went to the fight, his wife was just like, just this one time, and made him step out in like this elaborate fur coat and a hat to match, which drew attention to him and ultimately got him caught up. <sighs> I'm Man. saying so. Nobody's really these gangster movies y'all watching. Y'all <laughs> not really doing any take home lessons. You're not really <laughs> learning anything because there's no way you would have balled out of control the moment you got your hands on PP loan. And it's a good indication too that if if reparations were to be provided, what people would actually do with that? Like it, yeah. it would go through the fingertips of most people. That kind of reminds me of the Dave Chappelle skit when I think they <laughs> did a skit uh, like playing out if we got reparations and people were like the Cadillac stocks went up like <laughs> Popeye's chicken stocks went up and stuff like that so. which is why we have this show because what we're going to do here is identify some new slave mentalities and hopefully hopefully over time we can breed out some of these mentalities and then that way you know we can just make better decisions as a whole yeah I mean unfortunately I mean as marginalized people we're going to get our reminder and what's our reminder wake up call <laughs> so that concludes this this segment of the nigga wake up call man get your stuff together man but before we uh move on to today's topics because we do have an interesting topic today we're going to talk about today. <laughs> oh man we know what y'all came for y'all came for the real hot topics and today we're going to be talking about getting flued out and we're going to uh <laughs> introduce y'all to what we put together which is the five rules of getting flued out yeah. but before we do that you know we got to do uh our house cleaning so we need y'all to do three things because we got to do what we got to dtn we got to do these numbers so we need y'all to hit the like button hit the comments and also hit the subscribe button so to make sure we can keep delivering y'all this uh great content and on that note uh we're gonna um leave with a word for our sponsors then we'll be right back shout out to the hugh republic and Ivana panacea and again you're listening to new slave podcast with savvy hugh and and Danny Ray, a.k.a. the Juice Queen. 
Welcome back to the New Slave Podcast. I'm Danny Ray, a.k.a. the Juice Queen. Breaker, breaker, 2-1, breaker, breaker. It's your man, Savvy Hugh, a.k.a. the Corporate Trap God. So when we left for break, we were discussing today's hot topic, which is uh, getting flown out. And we're going to have more conversation about the five rules to getting flown out that we sort of came up with collaboratively. However, we first want to define it for anybody who is not a part of this generation or just hadn't been plugged in to uh, social media waves and stuff like that. We looked in the Urban Dictionary and... The definition for getting flown out is to be flown out of the city, state, or country by a guy or girl who wants to see you badly and who is about to spend a bag, in parentheses, money, then send you home. I think the definition is so funny because it used more <laughs> urban terms to define it. <laughs> I mean, it is the urban dictionary, right? I get it. I get it. But it's, I still find it to be quite funny. So, yeah, that's that's actually pretty clear and concise uh, definition for what to be flown out is. You hear it in music. It's become more popular over probably the last couple of years. Yep. Um, it, I want to say here recently, though, there's been a lot of controversy just because there's been a gang of people um, exploiting women who get flown out. And then for whatever reason, they opt out to not having sex. Hold on. Hold on. People are exploiting women or women exploiting men? No, no, men are definitely exploiting women. You don't see women holding up a phone and recording a man. You see vice versa. No, women go on, get flewed out, and then they take pictures and leave the person that's, uh, that sponsored the flown out or being flewed out, and they leave that person out the picture. That's an exploitation to me. Well, I mean, I think these men need to make better decisions about who and who and why, in which case, do they fly out women? I think it needs to be better decision on all parts, personally. Well, yeah, well, definitely. I mean, and that brings us to the number one rule of our five rules for getting flown out, which is having a conversation beforehand. You definitely want to come to those terms before you get on that plane, ladies. Um, if it seems like, dang, this is a really nice gesture, I mean, in any scenario, not just getting flown out, but if a man... It, overly extends himself which a four to five hundred dollar ticket regardless to what you think about his pockets or what he has is an overextension that needs to be a conversation me personally i got questions like <laughs> immediately so what's your intentions well why do you want to do this one because i'm you know very much an independent person i'm used to just relying on myself secondly i don't ever want to be in a position where somebody feels like i owe them something because if you make me feel like I owe you something and you think you're going to put up a camera and record me, it's, it's going to be some smoking. Oh, you're going to act like women don't be putting dudes on blast all the time, uh, showing DMs and text messages from dudes. Like that happens every what day, but it happens about, more so what we're with women about than right men. Now are these viral posts with these <laughs> women? Because it's getting violent. Like it's actually getting dangerous. You know, like these men are going off. Like one of them I saw. You know, this chick didn't even, she was just like, you know, well, just give, she was like, just give me my information for my return flight. And he was like, return flight? And he was like, I canceled that. Damn and right. she was like, what? Like, that's, that's dangerous. Because in, in that situation, we don't know where her financial situation is. So what if she can't, I mean, granted, granted, another one of the rules of our five rules is that do not get flown out if you cannot afford to fly yourself back. Okay. So. All right. Before we get to that, we don't want to jump too far ahead, but that is one of the rules. But what I want to do before I um, comment on the rule number one is okay. I want to qualify anything that I say is that uh, I I'm going to be speaking um, 
as I'm speaking in present tense, but, uh, you know, I have past tense experiences. Okay. So I don't want there to be any confusion. I do have a lady. I don't want her to think, oh, man, this is what's going on. A uh, whoop de whoop. But I, I, I'm, I'm, on this episode, I'm just asking for, you know, the grace to talk my shit, mm-hmm. which I don't even usually ask for that. But I'm, I'm probably going to do a little bit of shit talking okay. uh, on this um, on this episode. But yeah, having a conversation first beforehand, um, to me, that just sounds transactional. Um, and for me, like when it comes to actual intimacy and, and, and sex and smashing and getting busy or whatever y'all want to call it these days, um, I like my shit to be spontaneous. So to actually have a conversation about that kind of makes it like more telegraphed and it makes it prescriptive. It's like, okay, so, oh, okay, this is what we're going to do um, at 8.43 on Thursday night. Um, I'm going to fly you in and then um, when you land at 11 something that night, um, we're going to have sex or uh, maybe the, the next morning <laughs> or the next afternoon. Like that just sounds like That's almost such a too, typical response, like. too uh, itinerary-ish um, for me. First uh, of all, the moment you pay for a ticket, it's a transaction. The purchase of a ticket is a transaction, especially since it comes with an expectation of sex. So should a woman already know that, okay, there's an expectation? No, there's, you said it's not. a transaction automatically, but right? When, no, no. I'm saying on your part. So if you, if I go to the store and I purchase something, I expect to get a certain type of product, right? So I'm going to ask all the questions I need to ask to make sure I'm getting a quality product. You don't just walk into the store, get something off the shelf without research. You know what I'm saying? Without having certain conversations, without asking questions. You wouldn't buy you know, you got these top dollar cameras. You wouldn't go buy a camera without researching it first and asking certain questions. So why would you, you know, get into this whole culture of flying out women, go holler at an IG model, <laughs> pay to get her flown out to whatever, you know, destination that you're in, and then expect for somebody you do not know to just be willing to have sex with you. First of all, it's a, it's a, she's getting to know you too. You might be lame as fuck. In which case, she can say, yeah, no, I thought, you know, it was going to be something, but he's lame. I'm, I'm good. I, 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 well, first of all, about getting to know somebody, I do agree with that. I think you shouldn't really be flying somebody out unless y'all have already really been intimate or like y'all know each other on a real personal level. Um, if you find somebody out that you've never even met in person, I mean, I, I think that says uh, something about you and that person um, that's willing to agree to that as well as you um, being willing to, to get busy and get down like that. So um, that's one of the rules. That is, um, that is one of the rules. So, fellas, that's uh, one uh, rule that I would advise um, just to kind of make your chances uh, higher on having sex is to make sure that it's with. <laughs> improve your. <laughs> to if, improve your. <laughs> if you're just not that guy, if you need, you know, to improve the probability, <laughs> then have the conversation. But I say, I'll say this, too. If you know someone, like really know them on an intimate level, or say you haven't gone there, I think there's a way to have a conversation in, the, in a roundabout way. Like if you're like, you know, sighing with a savvy who feels like, oh, it makes it weird or awkward to try to have this conversation about sex beforehand. I don't really come from that type of background. The, the, the guys who were around me when I was growing up was very blunt, very honest, and would be like, you know, I'm letting you know if I do this, you know, that puts these mine or okay, you know okay. and from your experience were they pretty successful like what was their success rate well, I was, with I doing was, that I was what do you mean it was great I think 
Okay. Because they, because it lets you know right away either if you continue in this manner with this person, there's gonna be some type of expectation. Okay, so if a dude approaches you and, and say, obviously I, I, like, it I works. This, um, obviously, it works. It works. But okay. I think I think it depends on your swag. Like some men can can do that, mm-hmm. and and they get good results. Some men don't get good results, but that has more to do with who they are. Mm-hmm. Like if you meet, if I meet a guy. And he checks out in every way, and then but he says this as it relates to me coming to wherever he is. Then I'm just gonna make a de- an informed decision. I might not just cancel him out. I'm just gonna be like, "Nah, I'm good here. Or I'm gonna stay here, or I'll fly myself out so that way I don't even have that obligation." Okay. All right. Let's. Uh, okay, that wraps up point number one. Let's go ahead and keep it moving because we got to get to these other um, points, uh, these other rules before uh, the, our time expires on this episode. So let's go ahead and get into uh, rule number two. So the first rule was have a conversation, come to agreements uh, beforehand. The second rule was know the person. It is dangerous for men, but mostly dangerous for women. Um, and I think we touched on that. Um, we did. We touched on rule number two. So we probably could move on to the number three. Well, I just want to say one thing. Like, um, like, I don't know like what type of frequency like a lot of people resonate on, but to me, like my life is never worth risking, um, like flying to a new place that I'm not familiar with, um, mm-hmm. meeting somebody that I'm not familiar with. So I really probably have no protection, no um, even wherewithal or, or, or sense of, uh, even sense of direction right. <laughs> when exactly. I'm in, in this new place. So yeah. like you're totally at risk. And you know, we hear these cases about people who end up in like sex trafficking and stuff mm. like that. Or, or Honestly, like, come on, let's be honest. Like when black women come up missing, how long are they gonna look for them? Right, <laughs> straight up. And uh, that was a case I think on the East Coast, I don't know if it was, uh, I don't wanna say the wrong place or whatever, but there was a sister who I guess met this uh, dude, I guess in a sugar daddy situation off of an app or whatever. And like she, he basically deleted her. He was a white man. Though. White dude, just but they, he didn't even get charged or anything because they said he was a nice guy. Right. And she, he was the last known person that had contact with her. There was never even like an investigation. I don't even think there was a charge against the dude. Yeah. I think this happened within like less than a year ago, maybe around. And damn sure don't yeah. do it. <laughs> this hmm. is gonna sound horrible. And damn sure don't do it with a white guy because let's be honest, there's just been too many situations where you know it was all white people one black person or an unknown white person and a black person and the black person that comes up dead or missing Hmm. so i mean you can feel how you want to feel about me saying that but i've seen enough scenarios not to say it does not happen with black people i'm saying i've seen enough scenarios to where i i need to regardless black white purple blue i need to know you in, in, to some degree I'm not just gonna come Wherever you are And just be like Oh woo, And just Think I'm gonna have A good time With an unknown person Well I gotta advocate For the fellas Yeah I, I'm kinda actually With you on that um, Yeah If you wanna fly somebody out Again increase your chances uh, I would hope that you Would fly somebody That you've already Got busy with That you've already Done to do with um, Because that way, it's, that way It's kinda already Understood as well And I think that Brings us to and not only that, because feedbacking off, I mean, piggybacking back off of that, right? Do you really want fellas to fly a chick out and it's like wax sex? You know what I'm saying? Like, at least if you've already had some kind of encounter with them, you know what to expect, right? You fly somebody out and it's wax sex, then it's the same. Well, I don't know. Men think different. Some men think, you know, sex, there's no such thing as bad sex. I've heard a man say that before. Like, 
I heard, I actually heard the analogy. <laughs> I that, don't agree with that. <laughs> I actually heard the analogy that sex for for some men is like pizza. There's they've never had bad pizza. <laughs> I've heard that. I, I, and I'm I've like, never heard that. I've, really? I've heard more women say that, but uh, I mean, but hey, I don't have my ear that close to the ground. Hey man, to, 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 some men are saying uh, maybe that. Maybe I'm not listening to men enough. So. Some, some men are saying that. And my, my thing is, if you're that kind of guy, then I guess it would make sense for you just to roll the dice on flying somebody out. But if you're not and you want quality um, intercourse, <laughs> mm-hmm. then, you know, know the person. Have some type of... Uh, intimacy before they get there so you have an idea of the kind of time you're gonna have because who wants to have wax, wax sex in paradise man that's facts <laughs> all right what you were about to say before no I i'm ready to go on to the next one <laughs> I, I mean. okay okay so number three women do not fly nowhere that you cannot afford to fly yourself back that is the saddest like i got so pissed with that one scenario where the guy was like, oh, yeah, I canceled your return flight. And I canc- and I was upset because, not that he canceled it, but because I got the feeling, like this female intuition, that she probably didn't have the money to fly back. Because she was just like, what do, you want, what do you want me to do? I'm out here. Like, I would have been like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, my, my guys, my guys, stop dealing with these broke-ass 304s. Like, you, you got to, I don't know, maybe everybody doesn't have that luxury, but in my life, I've been able to, primarily deal with women who can afford to buy a plane ticket mm-hmm. not only there but a re, you know a round trip ticket or whatever mm-hmm. so if you're dealing with women like off the internet or they're kind of expecting you to do that they probably have if they're not you know literally broke they probably have a low frequency they probably have a broke mentality mm-hmm. because who does that that's like scamming that's like you know people that's like hustling and trying to get over on people and stuff like that to me that's like even if you're not broke that's a broke mentality and so <laughs> I would say deal with people who operate on a certain frequency, um, who basically who got it. And that way, if you invite somebody to get flown out, actually, I, let me go ahead and give some anecdotal experience for myself. Like, okay. let me do that. So um, it's been my experience when I was single. Let me qualify that. Um, when I invited somebody to come on the trip with me, um, like I make sure that everything is provided for them as far as when they get there to the trip. So the, uh, the lodging, uh, the transportation, and any experiences or excursions that we're going to do are taken care of. Okay. The only thing I ask for you is to actually get yourself there, to buy your own ticket. And uh, actually, in one specific scenario, um, I had a conversation with a young lady before mm-hmm. we went out, which you talked about having conversations before. Mm-hmm. And um, I told her, hey, I got everything set up. Hey, I'm going on this trip. Why don't you come out there and meet me out there? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she proceeded to tell me, well, I'm used to men flying me out. And I proceeded to respond, well, I'm used to not having to fly women out. Oh, my God. So um, that ended that conversation. And, and, yeah, needless <laughs> to say, uh, I had no problems with her going forward or whatever. And um, within the next couple of days, she showed me her plane ticket that she had bought. And y'all had a good time. We had a great time. Well, there you go. That's one way. But I want to say this, too. I'm, I, something you said beforehand. I, I think that men are taking this whole idea and approach that women are just trying to like, like birds are trying to get over, just want a a free trip. I can't imagine anything being more uncomfortable (laughs) than being on a trip with a guy that I don't want to touch me. I don't want, (laughs) are you serious? Like, I don't want, I hope he doesn't try to make advances. Like, I don't like that here, you know, on, on, uh, domestic soil like where i'm from in my in my personal relationships like i don't like 
unwanted advances at all. Mm-hmm. So I cannot even imagine being somewhere else and trying to pretend like, oh, yeah, I'm having a good time and eating. Like, and this man is sitting across from me and he's just like, look at this bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Annoyed because the night before I was like, Mm-mm, no, don't do that. Don't touch me. Mm-mm, no, I don't want to. I got a headache. Like, that's uncomfortable. So I really think, too, maybe we should give a little bit of grace. Cause grace to who? These women, because I can't... <laughs> No, no, for real, because I cannot imagine that these women are like, yeah, he's a sucker. I'm about to set him up. I'm about to get this free trip. about to go out here, and if he try to have sex with me, I'm going to deny him. Like, I can't see that happening. Okay, so one, um, to my earlier point about, uh, like, having a woman pay for a ticket, because to me, I think that, like, removes any obligation on any person's part. Mm -hmm. I think it's like, okay, it makes the environment with... It provides less tension in the environment okay. because there's no expectation. I think if you pay for your own trip, like I think nobody can hold anything over you and say, I'm expecting you to do this right. when, you, when you pay for your own trip. And to me, I think to me, that's a, a prime environment for actually having sex to okay. me because it's no expectation, no pressure. You yeah. know what I mean? It's no expectation. Yeah. Um, and, and secondly, like I'm not going to let women off the hook on that because I mean, I always harken back to the Chris Rock joke bit he did some years back. Where it said, anytime, anytime a dude is being nice to you, he's offering you dick. Like, if, he's, if a man offers to help you carry your groceries oh to the car, like, he's offering you dick. Like, oh, that's, don't say that. Don't say that, because you also have men say, damn, a man can't be nice to you without you thinking he's trying to have sex with you. So there's an argument for that. Okay, how, how long are we going to play naive when we know? Okay, let's, let's take it above the, uh, carrying your groceries or helping you with something or whatever, but flying you out 600, 700 bucks, maybe even more, especially nowadays prices. It's not, it's not women's responsibility to try to determine what your intentions are. Like, you should just be honest about that and transparent. As I said during the nigga wake-up call, ain't shit in this world for free. You ain't never lie. Ain't nothing in this world for free. You ain't never lie. Okay. And we know this. So we can act like we don't know this, but we know how it goes. Okay. All right. That ends uh, topic number three. <laughs> and we'll be back uh, after a quick word from our sponsors. I am Savvy Hugh. I'm Danny Ray, and this, is, the Juice and this is the New Slaves Podcast. See y'all in a few. Welcome back to the New Slave Podcast. I'm Danny Ray, a.k.a. the Juice Queen. Breaker, breaker, 2-1, breaker, breaker. It's your man, Savvy Hugh, a.k.a. the Corporate Trap God. So we're back with the topic of getting flued out and our top five tips for flying someone out or being the one flown out. Um, the first three, let me just review the first three as we go into number four real quick. The first one is have a conversation and come to an agreement. Number two, know the person because it's dangerous for both men, but mostly for women. Number three, don't fly anywhere that you can't afford to fly yourself back, ladies. It is very important. And number four, men, do not fly out random women just for the sake of vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Be comfortable enough to take the L if you don't get the vagina. Because if you really was like the guy you think that you are, it wouldn't you wouldn't be so butt sore. Like and it wouldn't happen that way. You know what I'm saying? Like it would just be like a shoe in. By the time you fly this woman out that you know and you've been um expressing interest, it's not even a thing. I feel like brothers who have sex regularly don't have these type of issues. Hey man, um, yeah, if it's that, 
if you you know if you're down with the transactional sex, you know go all the way. Um, get you a, a escort, hire escort, um, hire you um, you know a woman of the night, uh, as they call it. Um, I think that way, if you know you're paying for something, you might as well have the guarantee. Yep. Uh, and it's an upfront transaction, and you don't even have to have those discussions. It's right. like, hey, you know what time it is. I know what time it is. You know what you're here for. I know what I'm here for. So let's get to it. That's the crazy thing is men don't want to feel like they are having sex with a whore, but this is kind of the setup. Like You know, you know they always say you pay for it anyway, even if it's... Uh, you know, even if it's not with a, a prostitute or, or with a escort or whatever, but um, no, nah, I'm from the I'm from the cloth of where like I want you to want to be with me, um, right. and it's not based upon what I can um, provide for you as far as resources or finances or anything like That's that. But I know everybody, every brother ain't in the same predicament, and every woman ain't in the same predicament. But man, fella, stop dealing with the, these low frequency. Yeah, because I yeah. think I think it's just I, a, a bunch of lame dudes that's like. Oh man, I want. I'm about to save up for this experience, and it's this girl I've been talking to on IG. I'm about to fly her out, and then it's like they really built up for an experience, and then it doesn't happen. Like you have to be okay if a woman changes her mind because she thinks you're lame, or because she just decided like, no, nah, I don't want to. Word. Yeah. And know. stop recording women. That's so lame. That's super lame. And women stop recording men because that's lame too. And Wait, screenshotting what, 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 dudes, DMs, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, these niggas tried to holler at me. Y'all stop doing that too. Yeah, it sounded like they came from a personal place. Happy or something. No, nah, it ain't never happened to me. I'm just saying. Um, so I see how it, you know it's because it still rubs me the wrong way because I don't like to see people violated. That's a privacy violation to uh, to expose. I'm saying, where have you seen that though? Oh, it's on social media all the time. I see it on Facebook mostly. Um, sometimes on Instagram. Okay, well, I haven't seen many women record. I have not. I'm just being honest. I haven't seen many women record like a man acting a fool uh, because he's not getting sex. But uh, maybe you've seen some clips. Oh no, no, not necessarily. I'm just saying in general, just basically violating people's privacy, not necessarily because of a sexual transaction or anything. But there are women who actually like it's very immature in my opinion, where they you know had some type of experience with a dude, and then they try to go show the world. I think women are just doing what men have been doing forever. Locker oh, room no, talk. No, no, chicken before talk. the egg. Uh, no, no. Locker room talk stays in the locker room, not blasted on social media. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And um, number five <laughs> on our list. This concept of getting flown out is not ideal for the first date. Okay. Like whatever your fantasies are, just have some other ones because this ain't it like i'm don't meet somebody and be like man you know be dope i should just fly you out right now like unless you can afford it and you're not tripping on if they having sex with you or not you know and i'm and let's not pretend like there's not some men in those positions there are some men in those positions it's like hey just want to i just want to fly you out to have a good time oh yeah no there, there are dudes like that and so hey let's not count them out let's uh you know let's account for for every scenario or whatever, but we just wanted to give y'all the five rules to make sure that everybody has a, a higher, not, not only success rate, but a, a great, a better experience. Right. Um, we don't want these like people having to put each other on blast and all that kind of that's stuff. That's new slave mentality. Straight don't up. Do that. Straight do not up. Not do that. That's that's the premise of this show, and we're here to tell you that shit ain't cool. It's a problem. Facts. Okay, folks, I think that concludes uh, this episode of New Slaves Podcast. As I always say, if it ain't sexy, it ain't savvy. And on that note, let's get the Annabella Men's Mass Choir to take us out. It's Danny Ray, the Juice Queen. And I'm Savvy Hugh. Peace.
don't you trust them new niggas over there don't you trust them new niggas over there don't you trust them new niggas with the fingers on the trigger Trust them new niggas over there Say it for me one more time Trust them new niggas over there Oh, tell them about it trust them new niggas over there Feel it in my soul Don't you trust them new niggas yeah. With your spotty yeah. little nigga figure yeah. Don't trust them new niggas, niggas. Fellas Over